What the heck is a fatty liver? Were you told you have a fatty liver before your weight loss surgery? What does this mean? Is it something that you should be concerned about? Does the surgery improve it? What about your diet? Does what you eat now and down the track affect fatty liver? Coming up, let's get right to it and talk about how your surgery and your diet can affect a fatty liver. They're back. Calcium Dark Chocolate Bars, a ProCare Health customer favorite. Now available online at ProCareNow.com. Creamy chocolate plus calcium and vitamin D. You'll love them too. Use code SUSAN10 to save 10%. Hi, I'm registered dietitian nutritionist Dr. Susan Mitchell, ex-radio dietitian turned podcaster. You're listening to the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast episode number 131. Tired of all the hype, the confusion when it comes to nutrition, especially bariatric nutrition? Eat this food. No, don't eat that food. Take this magical supplement. Skip certain meals. Try this diet and reset your pouch. Heck, just do a detox. It's enough to make you say, forget about it. I don't know what to do. Well, I do. I know what to do. It matters where you get your nutrition information. When it comes to your bariatric surgery, nutrition is specific. So let's cut through the hype. Let's get the accurate nutrition information you want. Simple strategies that work in your life every day. So you can get out there and do all the things on that bucket list. That's why I do the Bariatric Surgery Success Podcast for you. You're in the right place. I'm so glad you're listening. Are you receiving my weekly newsletter, Breaking Down Nutrition? If not, sign up today on my website, breakingdownnutrition.com. This way, you're going to be the first to know about giveaways or product specials, helpful tips, the latest podcasts, and upcoming interviews that you don't want to miss. And speaking of what you don't want to miss, in two weeks, I'll be joined by your favorite bariatric dietitians, Gail and Isabel. We'll share 15 of our favorite bariatric friends carbs that you can add to your meals. So have that digital notepad ready. Let's get right to fatty liver and start with what I'm going to call liver 101. Any idea what your liver does in the body? It wears a lot of hats, that's for sure. Located in the upper right abdomen, it breaks down and detoxifies drugs and alcohol. It produces bile for fat breakdown stores glucose, and stores vitamins and minerals. And the list goes on. Actually, the medical term for fatty liver is non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And you'll see it abbreviated as NAFLD for short. And that's how I'm going to refer to it. As the name implies, it's not a disease induced by consumption of alcohol. That's another liver disease. With NAFLD, fat builds up in liver cells. NAFLD can be one of two types, non-alcoholic fatty liver, or just NAFL, or non-alcoholic steatohepatitis. This is known by the name or abbreviation NASH. And it's actually the more severe form where you don't want to go to. Most of the time, you may not even know you have NAFLD because in the early stage, typically there are no symptoms and the level of fat buildup in the liver is relatively harmless. The concern is the later stages of NAFLD. Remember what that's called? 
NASH, where the liver is inflamed. This persistent inflammation causes scarring in the liver tissue, which results in the liver not functioning as it should. So all those many things that it does that we just mentioned start to become a problem. The diagnosis of NAFLD often accompanies obesity and related health issues such as high blood pressure, type 2 diabetes, high blood lipids, or what's known as high blood fats like cholesterol. So your healthcare provider will look at your medical history, particularly these conditions I just mentioned that increase risk and then may perform both a physical exam and blood work or specifically liver function tests. Increased levels of two liver enzymes, they have fancy science names called alanine aminotransferase. It's ALT for short on the lab work, and aspartate aminotransferase, or AST on the lab work. When these are elevated, they can suggest NAFLD. A lot of times, docs will order other tests such as ultrasound, MRI, CAT scan to give them a better assessment in order to determine a diagnosis. By the way, NAFLD can affect people of all ages, races, and ethnicities, but it does show up more as you age. Diet, lifestyle, and genetics also play a role in who develops it. Well, what causes this fatty liver to develop? The thought is that when too many calories are eaten, at some point, the storage of excess fat goes beyond storage in fat tissue and starts to store in the liver, pancreas, and heart. If you have NAFLD, the good news, and there is good news, is that you typically won't develop liver damage unless it progresses to NASH. So turning it around at this point is what you want to do. How do you get your liver healthy again? Well, the only proven way is weight loss, along with certain tweaks to your diet that we'll talk about. So don't miss this as it will make you happy today. Ready? Bariatric surgery can bring significant and long-term weight loss, as well as be an effective treatment for NAFLD and result in less hepatic, another word for liver, inflammation. Woohoot! I hope you're doing a happy dance because you made the decision to have bariatric surgery. Here's another good thing that comes out of that, and that is an effective treatment for NAFLD. Wonderful. Just so you know, the more common surgeries, Roux-en-Y gastric bypass and sleeve gastrectomy, are both effective at reducing extra fat in your liver. Well, at this time, there are no medications for NAFLD, although trials of drugs are in progress. Weight loss surgery, as we just talked about, can turn around fatty liver. After surgery, this is where your bariatric diet and lifestyle are the first-line strategies in continuing to manage NAFLD and keep your liver healthy, all right? So we're going your bariatric diet and your lifestyle. Let's look even closer. So what foods 
can negatively affect your liver and cause fatty liver to progress again. I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Actually, these foods are the same foods that you want to limit after surgery as well. I'm talking about those ultra-processed foods and beverages and high-sugar foods such as soft drinks, sweets, pastries, packaged snack foods. Okay, you know the ones I'm talking about. Slider foods, those foods that lack fiber and nutrition, but are high in sugar, and they just slide right on down and into the liver as fat when overeaten. Your focus on a high-protein diet with smart carbs, that means with fiber and nutrition and not much sugar, is the way to go. Fruits, vegetables, whole grains when you're choosing carbs. You know the drill. We talk a lot about it. Don't miss this. It's the type of carbohydrate, not the percent of carbs you eat that matters most when it comes to keeping fat out of your liver. Let me say that again. It's the type of carbohydrate, not the percent of carbs you eat that matters most when it comes to keeping fat out of your liver. Also, it's a good idea to include more unsaturated fats in your meal plans. And then what is that? I know you know where are those foods coming from. Nuts, seeds, avocados, olives and olive oil, and particularly the omega-3s from fish or the plant sources, walnuts, flax, and chia seeds. Oh, and I don't want to forget to mention physical activity also helps regulate how much fat goes to the liver. Just one more reason to move and move consistently. Physical activity can decrease, decrease those elevated liver enzymes. So here's what I want you to do this week. Are you multitasking? Listen closely. Answer yourself honestly. Do you have fatty liver, aka NAFLD? Are you consuming foods like slider foods that could affect your liver negatively now and down the road? What one or two foods can you cut back on or stop eating to help your liver get healthy again? At the same time, what foods that we just talked about could you add to your diet to support your liver health? Olive oil, nuts, avocados, high fiber carbs. Start today. Make some decisions. Why you are worth it. Bariatric Surgery Success with Dietitian Dr. Susan Mitchell is produced and owned by Practicalories, LLC. All rights reserved. Remember, the content provided on this podcast is for information purposes only and doesn't create a patient-provider relationship. It's intended to provide reference material and is not designed to provide medical advice. Please consult your healthcare provider regarding any medical issues you have relating to symptoms, conditions, diseases, diagnosis, treatments, and side effects. Podcast guests express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, which do not necessarily reflect or agree with the host, Dr. Susan Mitchell, or Practicalories, LLC.